0: Hi, After Buzzers, you're watching the Afterbuzz TV After Show for Crowded Season 1, Episode 4, Rear View Mirror. Join us as we break down the episode, give our thoughts and predictions. It's all coming up now. Stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV Superfan discussion, Afterbuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Welcome. Yes, it. bringing it back in with Flo Rida. We can't get enough Flow Rider there. i recently just in Hell's Kitchen, just hanging out at one of the celebrity chef tables there. Love it. Uh, yeah, everybody seemed to just falling all over themselves The Flo Rider was in the house. I don't yes. even know if I would recognize him. I don't either. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would not recognize I him either. Wouldn't. He's not no. one of those. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the after show, uh, the crowded ep- after show here on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Frank Moran. We'll be breaking down the latest episode Episode four season of season one here. Uh rear view mirror. I'm trying to say rear view yes, mirror on a lot today. I got it. I nailed it, finally. <laughs> but it's not just me, we've got the whole house here. Uh, we're uh, this crowd this panel is a little crowded, why not? Just yeah. comfortably so. <laughs> comfortably so. Uh, to my immediate left we have Danny Gollum.
1: Hi everyone, my name's Danny. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Danny Gollum.
0: And rounding out the panel, we have Abby Vega.
1: Hello, you can find me
2: on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega.
0: Look at that. So uh, episode four. Guys, we did it. We broke down three episodes this week, uh, last week, this week. We're only going to do one, really get in depth. Yes. There you go. So <laughs> we can
1: really dissect this one. Yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, yeah, pretty odd. It was just again. You know, I feel like just like uh, before we get down the episode entirely, just a nice little through line again between father and son. Just yes. seems like that seems to be. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about that a little bit last week. That seems like it's going to be. I think I feel like our season-long arc is just their yeah. relationship kind of coming together.
2: Seems that way. Yeah. Seems to be the main. Relationship that they focus on.
0: So yeah. So uh, so episode four uh, out of twelve episodes in season one. So how you fo- how are you feeling so far? You- I
1: like this. Yeah, one. I'm lo- I'm loving it. I think that this one like really stepped up the comedy game. I feel like I was laughing a lot more like laughing out loud. I'm one of those people that actually laughs out yeah. loud at comedy. Um, but yeah, I thought this one was really funny. I thought there was a lot of really strong you know one-liners and I, not just from I feel like Patrick you know I feel like some of the other characters um, kind of stepped up their game a little bit in this episode yeah
2: they? I thought Stella had it's some great yes. great moments and Patrick Warburton, Warbur- I told you guys, I'm obsessed with him. Yeah. Everything he says is so hilarious, and I actually tweeted about it, <laughs> and someone said that it was so hard for them not to break on set because they thought he was so funny with everything he's he so, said.
1: I feel like he's playing himself, like I said last week. like I feel like that's why he's just able to deliver on these lines, because it's so natural for him. And this episode, two, Martina was pretty hilarious. Yeah, she got it. I was saying, I feel like everyone kind of really everyone, stepped up yeah. their game this episode. Everyone had good moments this episode. Because so far, uh,
0: we've talked a little bit, uh, I think maybe even a little bit off-camera about uh, some of the NBC's comedy uh, slate this season here. We've had Superstore, we've had Telenovela, uh, two series that just start at the same time, and I feel like, at least for me, watching them, like Superstore was one I was kinda like, eh, at first, but then really grew to like it by the end of the series. Right. Telenovela, I, I, right from the beginning, it just didn't catch my interest, and just I ended mm-hmm. up not even finishing out the season. This one, I feel like, is gonna be, uh, for me, more like Superstore. I kind of enjoyed it at first, and I feel like as we keep watching the season, it's just gonna get more enjoyable. Yeah. What do you guys feel?
1: I
2: yeah at each episode I find myself getting a little more like invested in liking the characters you know at the beginning of a show you you don't have your all your opinions yet or what you think of people but then now you start getting invested in the characters and you want to know more and you like watching them and seeing what happens So I feel like I'm getting like that with each episode
1: yeah yeah, same I feel like I I'm kind of growing to love actors that I didn't know before, which is what I love with NBC comedies. I feel like if you look back on some shows like The Office or Parks and Rec, there's so many characters in those shows that you never would have known, you know, so many actors. And I feel like Mia Serafino, the young woman who plays Stella, is really killing it. And I just, like, haven't seen her in stuff before. And this is an awesome first role for her. And I feel like every line she says, she delivers. And so I feel like, for people, like, I just think that there's gonna be awesome character arcs. And I just think that, like, you're getting to know these characters like she said you're getting to kind of like fall in love with these people slowly and so I think that I think that this show has a lot of potential I feel like it definitely is already going up for me so I'm hoping it continues
0: and uh, speaking of love I guess that ties us uh, really nicely into the beginning episode Uh, we have uh, Bob getting a text from Alice uh, just in communicating just by emojis uh, yeah, so. I love
1: that. <laughs> the, the, the tiny cartoons, as he calls them. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, I don't know that... Yeah, you know, I, I guess we learned this episode. I did not realize this before that Alice was a prison guard.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't know that
2: either. And we here, was a cop, too. Yes. Yeah, we were talking about how we didn't really know everyone's occupations, so I thought it was
1: funny that this episode we find out a couple of them.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I
1: love that they have a woman being a prison guard at a male prison, too. I just think that that's, like, pretty awesome. I think that they're kind of, like... Though it's not the main focus of this show, they're kind of like breaking down some stereotypes and stuff, you know.
0: Now uh, we saw Mike get a little uncomfortable. He couldn't even finish his yogurt. Like, oh please, uh, <laughs> the yogurt, the yogurt, yes, by the, the way, yogurt.
1: Uh, we were talking about this a little bit before, but they, the yogurt is like some. It, there's got to be some significance to the yogurt. It's like an underlying theme of the show. <laughs> yes, they, are yogurt. Eating, they Yogurt was actually one of the main points of the last episode with the vanilla yogurt. In this episode, the opening scene, they're all eating their yogurt in the kitchen. I'm like. <laughs> What is with the yogurt? Maybe we'll find out. Danny,
0: don't you do that? You that just get together with something? the family on the kitchen, you all you know, pass out your yogurt. It's I mean, like, is that all that's right.
1: something that you could. No, do I that. definitely
2: noticed the yogurt <laughs> just. It was just always in the kitchen. Yeah. They always, it always <laughs> yeah. there. There
0: you go. Uh, so, so he gets a little uncomfortable by just like the uh, just the public displays of affection between Bob and Alice. Now when it comes to your parents, do you guys get a little uncomfortable with, that, with their public displays? If they're kind of uh, romantic or, you know, it's little sexual innuendos between them like, oh, please. Or you're like, ah, that's cool, whatever.
1: I find it so funny that he was so uncomfortable with that. Because he and Martina are extreme, like they have so much PDA in front of Stella and Shay. So it's like, okay, this is a two-way street here. Yeah. You know, if you can get. But you had to be able to take it a little bit, and so I thought that that was funny that he was so uncomfortable. But I mean, obviously, yeah, I think every you know child of parents would be somewhat uncomfortable with that. But yeah, I just thought it was so funny that he was so sensitive to that when he is kind of being a little hypocritical. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I, I get like, there's a
2: line obviously that I don't want to see, but I I think (laughs) parents showing affection is good. I think it kind of gives you kids even when you're younger and don't really realize it it kind of gives you that view of what love really is right. you know and like maybe you don't realize it at the time but subconsciously you're seeing that and that can affect you and how you are with relationships. so i think it's good but obviously there's a point i don't want to see like, them making out or anything a, a but ten you know holding like, hands you know a little right. affection it's good to see it
0: well it's interesting with mike though i, I guess because since bob and alice they live just right next door so it seems like all right if they're they're not living there the whole time. So they wanna have a little kiss or something or hug inside the kitchen or something, and then they're going home. So you're never gonna see right. really yeah. anything. But then like you like you were saying, Danny, you've got Shay and Stella living there in the house. So yeah. but you're comfortable just like, hey, yeah, I'm just gonna go going get, upstairs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, you got your daughters come on. Oh, I don't know. Uh, but then we learn the reason that Alice is uh, yeah, coming home, with, uh, coming over with her prison guard universe. She just got f- out of work, and uh, there's an inmate that has requested Mike to come in and, and pay a visit to him. Uh, yes. And an old is Mike's <laughs> fifth grade high school, uh, fifth grade grade school bully.
2: Bully, I I loved how this was the main focus, because you see Mike now, and he's this big guy, you know, and it was just so funny that he was still so upset and hurt by a fifth grade bully. And, I mean, I guess that kind of shows it's an, I mean, the way they did it in the show is funny, but I guess it is kind of an underlying, I mean, things like that can affect people for their whole life
0: yeah I don't know I, I mean I, certainly I can remember people that picked on me but nothing to the specific where, yeah like Roger Lopez Chuck Carrier <laughs> oh, I remember you guys yeah I remember, yeah. I remember that's, you guys. yeah I feel like
1: this, he was really hung up on one incident yes yeah. and, and I think that I like how this show kind of always has something that's like a serious undertone you know what I mean like they had like the therapy in the previous episode and this one is bullying and so even though it is really funny and they they do it in a nice way where it's like you get the humor because Stella um, was saying you know how she bullied some people and she goes, you know, some of the people lost the weight. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I was funny. just like, I'm jaw dropped. I just was, I think that they, they do it in a way where it's funny but it's also still addressing like a serious issue. Yeah. So I think that it's, I think it's, was a great, it was a great story for this episode because it's funny how it all plays out.
0: With her uh, sick burn, I called him smelly it. Yeah, 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 got him. Smelly,
1: it becomes important. Yeah, that's very true. Yes, he does.
0: But as usual, we kind of see that uh, Martina and Bob always seem to have kind of differing opinions about how Mike should approach uh, something that he needs to do. Martina's all about like, go there, get that closure. uh, The therapeutic approach. Yeah, you really
2: see her... I didn't notice it in the first couple episodes, but after last episode when it was focusing a lot on her trying to put her therapy on everyone, I feel like now I'm going to start noticing that more and more with everything she says because it's shown, like, I don't know if, the what, whatever you could see that a lot in this episode her using her therapy kind of in her yeah. comments and
0: and you feel like mike never really takes it that seriously yeah, like, i like, don't think any of them do no i don't <laughs> yeah, think no. she's
1: the only one she's yeah. like in her head like this is what's gonna work yeah. and no one listens to her <laughs> i agree yeah i don't think anyone
2: takes it seriously for
0: sure and bob's <laughs> opinion is like you don't mess with the past no no no. leave this leave this all alone to go back and messing up the stuff but Mike, uh, well, I do like my kind of compromise between the both of them. He's going to go back there, and he wants to bring Martina, yes. but just dress up really hot. Right. That was do so that.
1: great. Just, like, kiss me in front of him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was what so my funny. And they're part. just, like, looking at, looking at him. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> and we find out that Kyle, this fifth-grade bully who just menaced Mike back there uh, when he was in grade school, is played by none other, than, none other than David Spade. He was funny. Yes. He's
1: great. The juxtaposition of their current sizes, too, yes. is really silly because Patrick Warburton is at least twice the size of David Spade. <laughs> big now. And so he was like, yeah, he was that big when we were in fifth grade. And so. I loved
2: how when they were at it, at the visiting center, they have that huge man come out yes. and Martinez, are you talking about that like tree <laughs> of a man? or yes. so, She uses some funny reference and then, so you think it's this huge guy and then pops out little
0: David Spade. <laughs> he's like, no, him. <laughs> Which, if anybody that knows David Spade knows that he's quick with wit. So, yeah. I mean, I can understand uh, as a bully, maybe not necessarily a physical bully, but, more of a, uh, mental. Just a mental boy. Yeah, yes. right. Which
1: I feel probably worse. Yeah, <laughs> Very true. I feel like that is. You know, the psychological thing can get to you more, I feel like, yeah. than, sometimes than the physical.
0: And we find out that what, uh, what Kyle did to Mike that was so traumatic is that he gl- crazy glued his pants to a chair and he couldn't get out of it, so he had to crawl out of his <laughs> pants uh, in his underwear in front of the whole class. And everybody just laughed at him as he cried.
2: Yes. And it's that that be really haunted traumatic. him. That way. Yeah, yeah, that could be. I can imagine. That's that would a be big really... incident. Yeah. Too. So I, I understand him remembering that a little bit.
0: Now, uh, did you guys, were you uh, were you either the victim of some sort of prank or were you the, the, the instigator of a prank when you were kind of growing up?
1: You know, I don't, I don't know. know. I feel like I got pretty lucky. I feel like at that kind of stuff, it was mostly like at summer camp and stuff and it was out of good fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, you know, didn't really experience anything that was, Traumatic enough for me to remember it right now, because yes. <laughs> I feel like if it was, I would remember it. But um, I could definitely relate. You know, everyone's kind of been in a position before where they felt singled out, and what, what, like regardless if it was bullying or not, I could see why he would kind of be holding a grudge. You know?
2: Yeah, I I feel like I relate to that in a sense where none of the pranks were malicious pranks of someone actually being mean and bullying, but sleepovers. Everyone always right. does stupid stuff. The whipped cream on the hand and then tickling their nose, yes. right. <laughs> slap it. But nothing. Traumatizing.
0: Yeah, for. Sabrina, <laughs> I, I remember once we tried like uh, put one of our buddies that fell asleep, you know, put his hand in, in the hot water. Right. I'm like, it's like, I like, that would have got all over our couch. if yes. so I would have thought about it if I would have really know. played it all out. like No, yeah. no, that wouldn't have been a great move to do. Uh, but oh, we did it. We tried it anyway. Yeah, it's so uh, funny. And so uh, Kyle, it says that no, make you wrong. I never did that. I never did that. And the reason that I came here, wasn't for so I could apologize to you. It's because I need your help because I get the uh, uh frame for possession. Yeah. And I know your dad's a cop. And and maybe you can get a hold of videotape there to show that you, know, I am actually innocent.
1: This was a huge ethical dilemma too, because you know, like, do you help the bully in this situation? Do you help the person that made you feel so horrible? I feel like I can relate in this sense that, like, you know, there were people in high school that weren't great that I kind of like had issues with maybe, and like if they came to me now and needed help you know, that would definitely be some sort of ethical dilemma for me, like, would I help them? And you definitely see Mike go through that in this episode. He kind of has that internal dialogue with himself, like, am I going to help him or am I going to, you know, I've wanted him to be in jail since I was in fifth grade, you know, am I going to let him rot? And so it's kind of interesting to see this play out, you know?
0: For sure, because I think it's easy to say you'd be the bigger person, like, oh, yeah, but then put in that situation, I think it's not that easy to be able to forgive past transgressions.
2: Yeah, I agree completely.
0: And would you do it, Abby?
2: You know, I haven't been in that situation. <laughs> but I I couldn't tell you one way or the other. I think I'd have to wait
1: till I was in that situation. Right.
0: Well, you're, yeah. your pants have been crazy glued to that chair. <laughs> oh, no. So we're about to, to find out when Abby was going to do it.
1: <laughs> there was one really funny line that was one of my favorite lines of the episode before we move on. Um, David Spade says to the really, really tall um, other inmate, he was like, what were you in for? And he said, triple homicide. And he goes what did he say? He goes, yeah, people make mistakes. That's why pencils have erasers. (laughs) I was like, that was just like one of those witty David Spade moments that you could just totally miss if you weren't listening. Mm -hmm. But it was so funny. And I thought that another funny part in this little scene
2: was, so Martina's in this hot little outfit, you know. And it was so funny because um, Mike wanted her there looking hot, whatever. But when David Spade starts complimenting her and stuff, she gets all like, whatever. And Patrick Warburton with his, calm down, Martina. Like, yeah. you know, like, like yeah, I wanted you to look hot, but, like, chill. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And she's, like, touching his shoulder on the way out. And he's like, let's go. Yeah. <laughs> he strictly wanted her there, like, as a tr- it was just, trophy. I words. thought that was hilarious. His little, he said everything so monotone to her, like, calm, chill.
1: Because it comes, it plays back to the last episode of her, you know, like, wanting that attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of her, like, wanting to feel sexy and young and getting attention from another guy. She probably was like, okay, I still got it, you know? Yeah, I yeah.
0: know. Although, you know, I guess in prison, you know, every guy is going to be like, any woman that comes in, yeah, goes, hey, all yeah, right, that's true. Yeah, that's true, that's <laughs> true. But, but, but still, Martina is very, she, great. Yeah. Yeah, she, she looks great. great, absolutely. Yes. I, don't
2: know,
1: like, hot actually, mom. I actually don't know how old Carrie Preston is, but she, she looks, looks awesome, good. she, really I, she does. looks way better than me, and I don't know how <laughs> <laughs> she it, looks amazing. It's almost
0: Pilates, as she says, yeah, she goes, maybe, yeah.
1: probably in real that's life. Right.
0: So. <laughs> Uh, but we follow Mike's going back to visit his past. Estelle uh, is also doing the same thing as well. Yes. she decides to reach out to Smelly, Elliot there, uh, hanging out at, at her grandpa's bar and uh, seeing if uh, they, they could make she can make amends and. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really... Really not much uh, of a right there. And it, uh, I feel like Ellie's like, you're really shell. I yeah. can she imagine She ends me. up liking
1: him. Yeah. yeah. It's not just like trying to make amends. She actually ends up wanting to go on a date with him. Yeah. And so I think that it's an interesting dynamic because she's not used to rejection as like being like the token hot girl from high school or whatever. So I think it's interesting to see her be kind of rejected by someone who she thought of as inferior to her. So it's kind of like a funny little, you know, back and forth between them. And I also thought that that was one of the most relatable things
2: at least in my experience with friends and even i guess myself sometimes is when he rejects her and she's stella's talking to shay and she goes his rejection made me want him more i see that as like a trend sometimes girls are so dumb and i'm guilty of this too but you know when there's a super nice guy that you like and it's like super nice to you. You don't want them, but then when there's someone that's a little harder to get, it just right. thrives. You're like it makes yep. you want them more. And that's I feel like everyone's guilty of that in some sense, whether it's in relationships or just in general.
0: That's very true. And then for it always seems like you end up going back and regretting, like why did I do that? I yes. had this great person right here, and I right. just ah yep if only if only I would have been smart enough back then <laughs> yes oh uh, but, but I do like Alice as well because she's like well, I don't know why everybody's so obsessed with these scrawny guys I want a big long so shoreman of a man <laughs> that, was yes. so
1: fu- that's, that is so funny too because I feel like so many people of her generation are just like, "What is this like hipster thing? <laughs> yes, these guys are hot now. You sell it a little bit in twenty two jump Street. I don't know if you've seen that movie, but yep. when they go back to college and like Jonah Hill is now the like hot one and Channing Tatum, Wait. that's kind of what I felt like in this like the the big, bulky guys are no longer like the it thing. Yeah. like all the, if you think about it, like a lot of like the hot celebrities these days yes. are kind of like. Guys that maybe 10 years ago wouldn't have been the it guy. That's so funny because I went to
2: the Justin Bieber concert and in my head I go, What is he wearing? What is his hair? (laughs) But I still was like, But dang, peeps, you know? (laughs) (laughs) But like in my head, I know his outfit's wrong, his hair's everything's wrong. Yeah. Your mind just. Tell you something up. It's the yeah. new normal. It is.
0: Sure. <laughs> but then there's also, like, the dad bod. Is that still? Or is that dad is a thing in
1: college. Leo DiCaprio has yeah. it now, Everyone too. has to rock in
0: the dad, the dad so. yeah, bod. Yeah, women
1: are still supposed to look a certain way. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Know.
0: But the dad bod, all right, yeah.
1: <laughs> Martina's still killing it, yes. so it's <laughs> looking good.
0: <laughs> Uh, so then we have uh, Mike and Bob they head back over to Mike's place and they, they pull out all the, 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 the DVDs of the the, foot- or the security footage mm-hmm. and they're like oh this reminds me back of the old days which I did like this line about their life back uh, when Mike was growing up it was like oh I was sitting outside a crack house <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drinking, uh, yeah, uh, black instead of, yeah, black coffee. Yeah, <laughs> Not like, uh, nothing like nothing uh, like a, nothing an eight year old likes more than sitting outside a crack house than black coffee. Yeah. there
1: I'm was a that. funny part in that too. They were looking out for a strangler, and I made a connection here to The Office. They, there's, I don't know if you've watched The Office, but another NBC comedy. They have the Scranton strangler, and in this one, it was like. The Cedar River Strangler is that like a thing? I, I'm noticing like some connections. Like that's not a thing we hear about very often in the real world. Like someone who's a strangler, strangler yeah. <laughs> going around a city strangling yeah, never, people. Like I just thought that that was. A, I made that connection. I thought that was so funny. Like that was what they were staking out for.
0: I feel like that's like the the, the like the fun version of uh, like a, a serial yes. killer. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Like he's a strangler. Funny. Is that yeah. Fun? yeah. He's I don't a know. strangler. <laughs> it's not as bad as a serial yeah, it killer. Yeah.
2: Definitely doesn't sound as bad. It
0: no. sounds
1: kind of hilarious. Yeah. Like it's a Strangler. I, <laughs> <Strangling. laughs> I just thought that that was so weird. I was like. Okay, maybe this is a thing.
0: <laughs> no, but what's interesting, though, is that, because uh, you, you know, given what uh, Mike's been saying about Kyle, especially that he, what he did to him as a kid, you're like, ah, he's already just like a jerk. I'm sure he's, he's lying about this. But it turns out, no, Kyle was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He was framed. Somebody else is on the footage there. So Mike, uh, even more of a dilemma. What does he do now? Because he actually has the evidence that could free Kyle mm-hmm, from prison. Right. Are you going to be uh, kind enough to actually give that guy that you can't stand uh, a second chance? Or do you just say, no, this guy deserves it anyway? If he, Just because he's innocent of this crime doesn't mean that he hasn't done something else that he doesn't deserve to be in prison for.
2: I feel like at that point, I would... I'd give him the footage. I don't, that's, yeah, that's I want to get all thing. Shawshank
1: Redemption over here. Like, I don't. I don't need him to like be in prison for something he didn't do. After watching Orange Is the New Black, it is rough in there. I don't want. I don't want <laughs> people to be stuck in a place that they don't deserve to be in. Like, I feel like I would give someone the benefit of the doubt. Like, I don't actually have to hang out with them and spend time with yeah. them. But like, they don't need to be in jail if they didn't actually commit the crime. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's like, a little crazy. I feel like it's like okay, maybe I'd want them to like, you know lose the lottery but I wouldn't want them you know what I mean like I wouldn't wish great things for them but I wouldn't wish that you know, I feel like it's like there has to be some sort of medium. And, you know, Mike gets him back. So we'll yeah, get, yeah, we'll get to right. that. Yeah, yeah,
0: there you go. Uh, and then the, their little moment there is ruined, uh, ended there when Bob gets another emoji text. That one was Alice. hot dog,
1: donut, explosion, sleep. Yes. I gotta go. <laughs> gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. We'll gotta leave go. that one
2: up for you yes. to interpret <laughs> on your own. It's so funny, too, how it's incorporating emojis because that really is in this... You know, every one uses emojis so much. So I think it's good that they're kind of incorporating some shows. I love with that. that the grandparents are using. Them yeah,
0: too. yeah. At
1: first, he goes, "I hate new things, mom," and then now he's like, "Okay, I yeah. get this. I can work with
0: this." <laughs> but tell me something I like. All right. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, how much? How much do you use emojis in your texts?
1: Good amount. Yeah, I, I really like really really the little like
0: like the, like the yeah.
1: sideways one like. <laughs> I probably use them too much but yeah. yeah I use them a lot I love this girl Yes, I don't know what she's doing but I love, I love her I love I, her
0: I feel too. like
1: everyone has their own thing of what she's doing and yeah. I love the dancing lady I love them all I, I put, love emojis I don't even know what half of them are and I use them yeah. sometimes my friends and I will just send each other the random ones we're like what is this yeah. now on Snapchat you can zoom in and like see what they are and I'm sometimes I'm like okay what is this thing but yeah, yeah. They're, they're fun to play with they are fun
0: Will you send multiple emojis as just your whole text or just like you use one emoji to kind of accent the end of a a sentence?
1: Sometimes I do just emojis. Yeah, I I, I feel like they're more of like (laughs) an added thing for me but I've seen like, you know, someone can, I've seen this online like on, you know, some viral website. They like create a whole, you can create a song like out of the emojis and you can try to figure out what song it is by like looking Mm -hmm. through. People like literally, or they do like a a movie or something, it's like cop, cop, gun. Like, and so you try to figure out what it is. People like really communicate via emojis now Completely. So I think it's fun that they're incorporating it into the episode, and I think it's fun that they're having the grandparents do it because it's just like what you would least expect. (laughs) My grandma definitely doesn't use emojis, she barely knows how to check her email
0: so <laughs> it's not too late it it's not, not too late, late. we can no.
1: show her how to use them
0: <laughs> and so then uh, speaking of uh, using technology we do have uh, Stella back on a second date with Elliot but it's almost like doing a little Cyrano de Bergerac using modern day technology I guess right, she yes. has little ear- earpiece <laughs> yeah. right there while I, while Shay's our, I, on the other side of the bar feeding her lines do people actually
1: do that I'm sorry that's, that's like only a thing in TV I feel yes, like it's it always is. such a TV thing but like maybe people actually do that I, can't, I, mean, I, I couldn't I, get away with that I don't think I'd be like, like what I mean she wasn't really getting away with it. No, she, she was repeating. It. She goes, I don't repeat everything I say. You yeah. know, like, yeah. she, was re- she was not getting away with it, but.
0: Because I feel like the only time I really see it is on, like, those comedy shows where they, right. where you have some celebrities sitting in a room and they feed, the, you know, just repeat everything yeah. they say to somebody. Like Ellen DeGeneres, did, yeah. so when
2: Ellen
1: she sends people
2: in, it's hilarious. She did it with Adele recently. It was amazing. Yeah, it's a coffee shop. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. But I don't know if I, I don't know how practical. I mean, I guess it helps when you have like she, uh, Stella. She's got the hair that kind of covers, yeah, so you can't right. ever see the ears anyway. So I guess she could get away with it.
1: For shorter hair, it might be a little harder. But yeah, I guess yeah. I guess she can get away with it. But what I thought was interesting is while I was watching this, I was like, it's actually Shay dating Elliot. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they were communicating, and you know the words were coming out of Stella's mouth, but it was Shay. And you know we were talking last time is we really want Shay to find someone. So I was ha- sitting there hoping. I was like, I hope that we figure out that this isn't Stella, because Stella, I feel like always has been the one to you know have more success with guys and stuff and you know Shay is more insecure and so I thought maybe this could be an interesting way for Shay to be talking to a guy but not actually having to make the first move you know she's talking through someone else so I don't know like right when this first happened I was like I hope they figure that out so We'll see.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it seems like they made some sort of connection there. Right. Uh, yeah, definitely Shay and Elliot seem to really kind of hit it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd be curious to see if Elliot's going to be somebody we're going to see in multiple episodes, or this right. was just uh, just for the episode. I actually
2: looked into that because I was kind of curious oh. about where that was going to go. It said he was only in one episode. Oh, oh. I know, Abby. heartbreaker. <laughs> because I was, I was curious about that. I was thinking maybe that could be for Shay. But then at the same time, I still, for some reason, I'm thinking Shay's going to end up with someone that we wouldn't expect. Right, I think if, anything it's, her if anything,
1: it's just confidence for her. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a confidence booster. She realized, like, while communicating through Stella, it, you know, unfolds that Stella, the phone dies, and so Stella starts totally messing up, and Shay reveals that she is the one that's been communicating with Elliot. And I think that that boosted you know, Shay's confidence that, like, the guy was actually more interested in her than yeah. he was mm-hmm. in her sister, which I feel like never happens. And even um, even Stella couldn't believe it. You know, <laughs> she's like, don't play dumb with me. You'll never win at that. You yeah, that was, was, that was a great line for that. It was a great line. But, yeah, I just thought that that was really interesting, and I think that it was a good confidence booster for Shay. So even, even if it doesn't work out with Elliot, like, hopefully we'll see someone else, you know, be with her. Because last episode we saw her super rejected after, you know, the toast mm-hmm. was burned. And so I feel like this maybe will... Like, kind of b- build her up a little so she can find someone that she actually should be with.
0: Yeah. I was actually in a conversation uh, with somebody. We are talking about different dating apps. And we are just running them off. And then I actually said Toasted. Like, that was a real dating app. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, to- and Toasted. Like, no,
1: that's not a real one. Okay, so <laughs> I'm you.
0: About it's going <laughs> <laughs> uh, to be. It's going to be. And to rewind back a second there as we're talking about Shay and just getting confidence and stuff. Brett, at the beginning of the episode, after Mike tells the story about what Kyle did to him, I... Uh, they said, "Do you have any photos from back from when you were a kid?" And he says, "No, I got rid of all of them. Yeah, I didn't want to, I don't remember that kid at all." Right. So Shay says, "Oh, so that means I can get. I mean, I've got photos with me with braces and acne, Can we get rid of those." No, 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 those are adorable. We're going to keep those. Uh, so for you, uh, with your parents and stuff, do they hold on to your childhood photos? Do you oh, are you yeah. embarrassed about that? My mom just you, posted
2: you might... one on
1: Facebook yeah. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> can't I'm not embarrassed
2: those. though. I, you know, it's it's funny. I think it's hilarious to look back on pictures and your awkward stage because. I think the the best ones actually are from like high school. You look at yourself. You I wore you that. Good. Yeah, you, th- you that's thought that's the difference. Because <laughs> in high school, you remember like that, and you remember. Yeah, I thought I was looking yeah. great, yeah. <laughs> and now you look back. So it makes me curious to: am I gonna look back in five years at my college outfits and be like, what was I wearing?
1: <laughs> I think. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because styles change. Makeup, everything. There's yeah. plenty of pictures of me with like a cast and braces at the same time, and I was just like, I was a mess. You know what I mean? My mom was like, that was who you were at that time, yeah. and I was like, yikes! Like you let me in public with you, like, yeah. literally <laughs> a cast up to here, full braces with like rubber bands and everything. It was probably competed with Shay for oh. embarrassing photos.
0: Like I, I remember there. Was, I just have one a uh, picture where I have a, a just like a plastic huge uh, wolf ring. On my finger, nice. and I took that in my my photo. Like, why my, <laughs> why did Games I? Kids are weird. Yes, you I know. thought that what I was just like that is ridiculous. Who let me actually get all the way to? Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so uh, then also we get, uh, Mike goes back to prison with Kyle, uh, to go see Kyle, brings Martina along, of course. Yeah. You know, Looking good that. again,
1: Martina. Yes. She's wearing like thigh high boots in this. Yeah, one. yeah, like, yeah look at yeah. She brought it on. Yes. <laughs>
0: I, and he's basically said, I got the CD or the DVD that's going to uh, exonerate you, but before I do that, I need to have you come clean. You, I just apologize for what you did. Yeah. And uh, Kyle's like, no. I, I, Kyle, he sticks. He sticks, like, man. No. He doubles down on the lie. Yeah. And I was like, No, I will not give that up. And so Mike says he's going to do the bigger thing and just gives him the footage anyway. He yeah. says, all right, I'm out.
2: And I was just laughing out loud when... The big huge guy came back out and David Spade's line, "I kind of did," like <laughs> he like just, he like admits that he did it, but the way he said it, he's just it was just hilarious. He did that high pitched little yeah. squeal, "Kind of did it," like
0: like even then even uh, a alone where Mike could never even hear it, he yeah. still didn't want to fully admit yeah.
2: like. So-
1: yeah, it
0: was yeah. funny. I could have, who knows? <laughs> who really knows at all? Uh, and then we see that that's, it's done everything that uh, Bob was worried about, is that it just got uh, Mike just all you know wanting to go track down his past and <laughs> find out, yeah. like, right. let's go stake out somebody else. Let's get the black coffee out. Let's yeah. go track down everybody else. Wasn't
1: any problems. Yeah, he came up with a new suspect in like point two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it was just creating more of a headache for them it was funny what did shay say she's like this is some pretty little liar stuff over yeah. there yes. stella she was yes. like this is getting too much like, that was hilarious it was yes. really funny that was there's was just like some really funny one liners in yeah, this episode are. like i found myself just like laughing at some of the things they would say it was well it was really well written yes it was
0: yeah. Yeah. and we do find out the big reveal is that bob knew all along that right. what happened and that it was indeed kyle that really did it and yeah. he never told mike that for sure because they didn't want uh, mike to be that kid that kind of like is known as like the narc and the right. and the, t- the tattletale and gets picked on by everybody. Yeah,
2: which I, I can understand that a yeah. little bit because definitely knowing um, Bob's character, you know.
0: Yeah, and it being makes a cop sense. and knowing yeah. what happens to people that do that, you know, right. kinda, you know, yeah, the snitches, you know, you end up getting yeah. beat up and stuff.
1: And right. I think it was also just like, you know, he said, you know, I, I've made mistakes as a parent, but look, you turned out great. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think it was kind of just like not everything that a parent is gonna do is gonna be perfect, but he did what he thought was right for Mike at the time, and yeah. it ended up being the right thing, you know? And so, in retrospect, like, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Like, you think, oh, could've, should've, would've, but, look how he turned out. The situation's fine. You know what I mean? It's one small incident that's haunting him. It's yeah. not like a lifetime of, <laughs> like, you know, bullying and stuff.
0: Yeah. It was interesting, though, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, when they do, but Bob does admit to uh, Mike that he goes, oh, I do have a photo of you from that when you were that kid. And mm-hmm. he pulls it out, and then given what we saw in the last episode where he revealed, like, when I see you, I just associate you with my first marriage. And it was right. so terrible that, you know, I probably kind of reflected that towards you as well. Yeah. So I, I Knowing that and then seeing this where he does have that photo, I feel like, ah, does that seem genuine that he would still have that photo or he would he'd be so like uh, he'd always associate Mike even with that first marriage that he wouldn't hold on to anything? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't think it, about it, it that. Stu- till now, it stuck actually. at me for a second.
1: I thought about it, but I was thinking also, it's still his son. So even if he does have this negative, you know, memory of him with his past marriage, having one photo like in his wallet, a photo like in your wallet like that, you don't really look at every day, but yeah. it's just there. And so I think it was kind of just like having one photo of your child from his entire childhood isn't very much, you know. And so I feel like it was actually really nice because he was like, I did love that little boy, mm-hmm. you know, as much as it was like maybe a hard time for him to. Reflect back on it's still his son, and he still loved him and cared about him. And having like one photo, I thought was kind of nice, and it it kind of humanized Bob a yeah. little bit because I feel sure. like as much as Mike has a really hard outer shell, I feel like Bob's is almost even thicker, kind mm-hmm. of. And so I feel like it, it, it they kind of like it was a nice, sweet moment between them where I thought I I actually did think you know like is this genuine? And I thought you know I think it is because I think it was just like one special moment. It was one photo that reminded him of the positive parts of his past, maybe, you know? I can
0: see okay. that, yeah. I, and the one thing, I, because I, I figured we do a cutaway of the photograph, and we see the young boy with the bowl cut and the glasses. I feel like that's got to be really Patrick Warburton. Because I don't Maybe. know why, why. do the cutaway <laughs> to the shot if it, it really wasn't?
1: With some like Photoshop or something, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like... yeah.
0: I feel like so. I feel like that was like a real childhood photo. Because why spend why spend that extra shot in no, it? No, yeah. All was... the photos
1: that if you notice in the house are like Miranda Cosgrove as a kid. Like if you look in the background, they yeah. did a good job with that because it's like okay, they, they did some nice you know like head crop on another body like <laughs> to make it look like family photos. I feel like they have to do that for all these family shows. Yeah. In Modern Family, if you look in the background, like on the wall, there's like group photos. I don't know how they do all those. That's but... yeah, crazy. So, details
0: impressive. yeah it speaking of as we're talking about the, like the photos because uh, Martina at the beginning of the episode uh, just recounts that story about him being uh, uh, crying in his underwear right there right. I feel like that she I guess they, they were childhood they've known each other since childhood I'm guessing or maybe it, she just
1: told him about it or he just he he told, told her,
0: her about, about it, it. that's yeah. what I was yeah, thinking okay
2: I was thinking he she probably he probably told him because it seemed to be yeah. a big story that everyone knows about. Right. So <laughs> I feel like maybe it just impacted him a lot. It's like one of those things that he brings up to strangers.
0: <laughs> like, I was glued <laughs> too mature. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then but really, I do like Mike says, uh well look how good I turned out. Okay, Dad, I accept your apology. I, like, I didn't I, didn't, I didn't say sorry, that was fine. Yeah, I didn't that, was, that, that was very like,
1: Bob. Yeah, it's yeah. their relationship. You yeah. know, like when last week they were like, you know, look at us being all mushy as they're like swearing so, back yeah. at each other. <laughs>
0: and then we end the episode there uh, back at uh, Bob's Bar and uh, we see Mike and Kyle hanging out there uh, touching base, and, and then we find out. Hey, guess what? Uh, uh, Kyle got glued to the chair, and Mike leaves. Revenge, and he, and he, yes. and he did
2: the. I kind of did. I don't know why I thought that line was so was funny, funny. In the <laughs> way they
0: said it. Well, I did, like the other one. I liked is like oh, I guess I picked the. I picked the, the wrong day to not wear underwear. That
1: yeah. was amazing. <laughs> yeah. that was amazing. <laughs> and it's like, everyone, you're about to Prepare see yourself. a yeah. He goes, what my, what, what do you say For, like what my wife called average or yeah, something? Yeah. That,
2: that <laughs> you see him start to unbutton his pants. Yeah, or, that was actually funny that they dropped that in there. The man, I <laughs> wrong day, not wear <laughs> underwear <laughs> because it was just like out of nowhere and so i thought it was hilarious yeah
0: that was right. that's great so that was that was uh episode four uh rear view mirror here on carotid uh so any uh, any thoughts or predictions as we wrap this up we'll cue the special and now your, your after buzz tv predictions Abbey.
2: you know i don't think really much has changed for my predictions last week i think i'm hoping there gets some like uh some sort of romance storyline with shay i think it'd be very interesting and i think to get maybe a young guy on the show kind of as like a character because justin disappeared you know so maybe getting um a love interest for either of the girls and just kind of adding a different character and
1: spin on things that's pretty much the same as last week okay I'm kind of hoping to learn a little bit more about Martina's past um, because I know we learn a lot about Bob, beca- uh, sorry, about Mike because Bob and Alice are there and like his, so it's you kind of learn a lot about his past through his father figure. But I think it would be interesting to learn a little bit more about Martina because I feel like she's been pretty much, like, supporting in these last few episodes rather than, like, the main focus. Mm -hmm. So I think it'll be interesting to kind of see if we learn more about her and, like, how she got to be the way she is and why she does certain things, you know, because she is really funny, but I feel like it's more just, like, one-liners with her. It's kind of been harder for me to, like, really, you know, love her as a character because I don't know a lot about her. So I feel like maybe we'll, throughout the season, hopefully we'll get to, like, learn a little bit more about her and her backstory because... I feel like we know a little bit about everyone else, but she's yeah. a little bit of a that's mystery. That's a really good movie. point.
0: That's true. Yeah. Now, what do you think? I guess there are two options that we could go with. Either it could be uh, that her she's pretty much a reflection of her parents, or she's pretty much just like a total opposite number of her parents. I yeah. wonder yeah. if we'll
2: meet her parents. I know. I don't know. Always, that'd you know? be that'd be a nice thing, I think, to bring her parents in and just seeing how maybe the in-laws right. interact with each other. That could be a funny. Yeah. Funny episode,
1: holiday or something, yeah. Like a
0: Christmas dinner or something. Because yeah, I'm giving like given the a therapist like it, when it's so close to her, can she not really be? You know, she tries to try to do therapy, but it's terrible. Yeah. because she's just too involved in it. I don't know. Uh, I guess like the last episode of the season is called "Come Back." So I guess my my prediction is that we're going to see one of the two girls, or maybe both, actually get jobs or something where they move oh, out and then parents want them back because they miss having them so much. I'm guessing
1: maybe. Or maybe it falls through. You know, we talked a little about Stella being a little like loosey-goosey. Yeah. Maybe she'll get a job and then it won't work out. Or, you know, I feel like we may see something like Shay will move away and then realize she wants to be home. I feel like we... That's a, that's a good prediction. I feel like I'm interested to know now where they're coming back from.
0: Oh, all right. Well, folks, that's going to do us here for, as I said, episode four, Rear View Mirror here on NBC's Crowded. We'll be back next week to break down episode five. But in the meantime, we're going to continue the conversation off air. Abby, where can they find you?
2: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Abby Vega. And Twitter and Instagram for me at
1: at Danny Gollum.
0: And you can follow me on Twitter at HappyGoJackie. You can like us on Facebook, rate us, give us those big five stars on iTunes. Keep following us there on Twitter. We'll see you next week right here for Episode 5 of Karate on AfterBuzz TV. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network.